episode 176 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. And for 176 times, I've said the Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. We are curious about how businesses have fared during the pandemic. Not only do we provide information on how they're doing, but we might also provide some advice to others who are going through the same thing. We're especially interested in a new, unique downtown business, our first urban winery, Jenny Dawn Sellers. Today, we will hear from owner Jennifer McDonald, coming up in a minute. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, which companies are Wichita's best places to work? Well, we answer that question this week in our Best Places to Work Awards for 2020. 32 finalist companies in four categories received scores when their employees took surveys. We count them down in each category until we get to an overall category winner. Our virtual event takes place today and profiles of all our winners are featured in today's weekly edition. Our coverage begins on page seven. Also this week, two special reports, a series of stories on changes at the city of Derby. That begins on page 37. And we have information about meetings and events, which have been hurt by the pandemic. That begins on page 41. This week's list, actually several lists on two pages. This week we provide for you the salaries of public officials. We research city and county records, universities, school districts. You'll definitely want to check out this series of lists. They begin on page four. Part of our mission is to help you grow your business each week. We provide you business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 44. Last week, I provided an update on my journey with ALS. And again, I received many emails and contacts wishing me well. Thanks once again for everyone's thoughts and, and prayers. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, welcome Jennifer McDonald. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. First of all, how are you doing and how's your family doing? You know, we are doing well. School has been in session for over a month now, and, you know, kids are happy to be back in school. So I have a freshman and a seventh grader. Oh, my. And they have actually been helping me out at the winery lately. So that's been fun. Kind of learning the family business, I guess, right? Exactly. They help me wash glasses and bus tables. So it's a good place to start. Everybody's been well. Everybody has been well. We're very thankful that no illnesses to report, just right. bad allergies. Right. I feel like this has been a really bad allergy season for us here in Wichita. Yeah, I've had a little bit of that myself here in the last couple of weeks. So, Well, Jenny Don Sellers is located in the Union Station Complex. Take me back to February and March. Of course, that's right sort of at the beginning or right before the pandemic really took hold. What was business like for you back then at Jenny Don Sellers? Business was steadily picking up. So being in hospitality and with us having a retail winery space, you know, the early months of the year, January, February can be rather slow. 
So we were just hitting our stride in March and business was really picking up before the pandemic hit. Um, so we were really um, disappointed that we had to shut down through March and May. It was really a good solid two months. And um, it gave us some time to reflect and make some changes in our business. So what was the first big decision you had to make when you figured out, okay, I've got to close at least temporarily and uh, we got to regroup here a little bit. What was your first big decision? So the biggest decision that I had to make at that point in time was what do I do with my staff and my team? Do I furlough? Am I able to keep them on board and just find new roles and opportunities for them? And so unfortunately, we did have to furlough our tasting room staff. With us being a winery, um, we were able to operate, you know, make wine in our space, sell wine online, and then um, utilize curbside pickup so people could order online and then pick it up. Um, but even with that, we probably experienced a 60 to 70% loss of revenue during wow. that time. And so I was pretty much the only employee there working <laughs> during that time and just tried to keep the business afloat as much as possible. And this is a new business too. You've not been uh, in operation that long, really. That is correct. I think that was what was so challenging for us is we opened our doors in November of last year. So we were very new operating as a winery and we were getting some momentum with, you know, marketing and people realizing that our winery was finally open and then we had to close it. Right. <laughs> so that was frustrating for sure. Steady growth through from November to about February and March. When did you first realize that the pandemic was really going to have a big impact on your business? You know, through the month of April was probably our slowest month. In March, people, a lot of people still had jobs and, um, you know, had money to spend on wine. But really in April is when the stay-at-home order took an effect and people really stopped shopping. They stopped coming out. Um, I know the liquor store saw a big increase at that point. But um, some of that just did not trickle down to us until we were really able to uh, serve customers safely on our patio in May. So in May, we were able to host events we called Sangria in the Sun. Right. And so we would serve our sangria out on the patio safely. And then we saw an increase in sales at that point. How many people can you accommodate uh, on your patio over there at Union Station? Yeah, so right now we are still utilizing the 50% occupancy rule. So we can have about 20 to 25 people safely on our patio and about that same amount inside as well. Talk about uh, how, how things went during that interim period before you could have people in May. You were talking about curbside and doing some online did that sustain you through that uh, through that down period? Did it help quite a bit? I know you said you were down 60 to 70%, but at least there was some revenue coming in. 
Absolutely. So with Jenny Don Sellers, we um, went through the licensing process so that we could ship our wines online throughout Kansas, as well as to 37 other states. So we started building um, our national footprint, which was exciting. Uh, so that was extremely helpful. And then curbside to go and, um, you know, allowing us to sell our wines to guests to consume offsite by the glass was extremely helpful. So that was something that the legislature put in place as a special rule. So people could take our flights to go, they could take glasses of wine to go, sangrias to go, and that was extremely helpful. Um, I tried to cut as many expenses out of our budget during that time. Um, we were able to get um, the idle loan program, which allows, allowed us to defer some of our loan payments. And that helped out tremendously. So we were able to pay our bills <laughs> during that time, which was, you know, a huge success, just being able to stay, you know, open in some sort of capacity, we were grateful for. Uh, that was one of the qu questions I wanted to ask you. And I've asked other businesses as well. When business is down, obviously, so is revenue and you've got bills to pay. Mm -hmm. So a vendor has been willing to work with you and your landlord has been good to work with. Uh, everybody everybody has, has, has figured out, yeah, we need to make some special uh, arrangements here. Absolutely. And so what I actually did was I chose to pay rent in advance. Um, I knew that as a new business, you know, if I could continue to pay rent and some of those bigger expenses, then we would be, we would be in a good position. So, um, that ended up being very advantageous for us. And then for us, a lot of our suppliers were able to put us on like 60 day, you know, like a net 60 terms, which allowed us a little more wiggle room. Uh, I know we've talked about uh, when businesses are faced with tough times, businesses need to be creative and innovative. Uh, you've talked a little bit about that with curbside and, and being able to do those uh, drinks that you're able to uh, sell by the drink. Um, have there been other ways you've been creative and innovative? Absolutely. So one of the things that we're known for is our wine education classes. We call them wine education. Right. And I started hosting those virtually. So every week I would have a class kind of talking about our current lineup of wines. And so we would taste through two bottles each time and I give people a deep dive on how they were made and all the different notes and aromas that were in the wine. And folks really enjoyed that. Um, I think people were, were really craving some sort of entertainment and, you know, something unique to do. And, um, and that provided that for the wine connoisseurs. And so I'm still actually hosting virtual wine tastings with our wine club members, which is great. And then last month in September, I was able to host our first in-person wine occasion class. So oh, it took a while before we could really feel comfortable having, you know, that service up and running again. Are you still doing them online too? I am. So I'm doing them for kind of more private groups. Okay. So we, 
implemented a wine club in July. And so all of our wine club members have uh, availability to plug into those. And then corporations have actually reached out to me, um, wanting me to host these for their employees. That's good. That's uh, another part of uh, a part of business that uh, you can have revenue coming in and and uh, expand your business a little bit there. That's fantastic. Um, Absolutely. What hours are you open and what days are you open? Yes. Yeah, so we have had to change our hours and our days um, quite frequently just to figure out when is the best time for customers to come visit us. So right now we are open Thursday through Sunday. So on Thursday, we're open 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. On Friday and Saturday, we're open 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. And then we just started hosting Sunday brunch about six weeks ago. And so we host brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and then stay open till 6 on Sunday. All right. And I will make sure that I uh, have a link to your website just to make sure if people didn't catch that, they can go to the website and see the hours and see what's offered Thank there you. as well. You bet. So take a look into the future a little bit. How do you feel about the rest of this year and going into 2021? We are excited for the remainder of 2020. We're getting ready to implement our holiday strategy. So putting together holiday gift baskets, we are actually creating a holiday gift box, which is unique for us this year. And so we're really excited about, you know, offering some of those things to our customers. And we do feel that um, with us offering live music a couple times a week, we have enough unique things to keep people interested in, in coming back to Jenny Don Sellers for great food and wine. Well, it's an outstanding business. I haven't been able to be over there yet. Uh, I was planning on it, but the dang pandemic got to me. So hopefully I will see you over at Jenny Don Sellers here pretty soon over at the Union Station. Uh, we've enjoyed following your progress and we want to continue that. I hope you'll uh, continue to help share your experience, Jennifer, and uh, we appreciate you being on the podcast today. Jennifer McDonald, owner of Jenny Don Sellers, thank you. I'm glad you've uh, really done well, uh, as well as expected over the last few months, and uh, you got a right future, I hope. Well, thank you. We are grateful for the community support and would love to continue our partnership here with the Wichita Business Journal, so thank you for sharing helping me share the story. You bet. Thank you. Well, uh, we appreciate it, Jenny. And uh, again, we'll have some information in the blog that goes along with this, uh, this podcast uh, for some more information on Jenny Don Sellers. Well, that's going to be it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 176. We hope you're doing well. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.